Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. That wraps up the pre-season challenge, two weeks cracking footy with the Manly Seagulls coming home with the Chockeys there winning the 100k. Uh, not sure how much that 100k means to them realistically, uh, but the Seagulls, some pretty impressive performances over the last two weeks. What we're going to do guys on the podcast today, we're going to go through the Friday games, uh, the next podcast will go through the Saturday games and then we'll finish with the Bonanza uh, that was the Sunday afternoon games. We'll be recording Bloke in a Bar a little bit later today, uh, so we'll go into much more depth on all these games for that podcast with Kempi. I think Timmy Williams is away, so it's just me and Kempi today. Uh, so plenty more content coming on the Rugby League Guru podcast over the next two days or so. Then we've got beers and break-evens on Wednesday where we're going to be announcing our major prize for 2023, which you guys are not going to want to miss. Don't know if we'll put that sentence together properly, but that's going to be a cracker. So really, really looking forward to that. And we'll also feature our league code there again. So if you are a super coach player and you're not in the beers and break-evens group, there's almost 3,000 people in there, which is very exciting. And uh, I reckon that'll double over the next two weeks or so. The league code there is 353745. So if you want to get into our super coach code, 353 Seven four five. That is an unlimited uh, amount to group. It's not a league, sorry. It's a group. Yeah, our our beers and break evens group. So unlimited amount of people. The winner of that takes home a huge cash prize, which will be announced on Wednesday. Now let's get into these games from the weekend. We are going to start with the Friday games. We had the Parramatta Eels taking on the Newcastle Knights uh, in the first one. And uh, look, an interesting one in in this game. Um, I thought that. KP early, he looked really impressive. He was all over the place, jumping from side to side, looking fantastic. I like the way that Lockie Miller chimed in. Uh, the Newcastle Knights, they started well. They scored the first try through Dominic Young, and you sort of thought, okay, uh, this is this is not looking too bad here for the Newcastle Knights. They look okay. Uh, and then just slowly, uh, it just started to fall apart. It was, uh, it was a bit strange to watch the Newcastle Knights because it felt like uh, they had all the ball early. Uh, but it just felt like every time the Parramatta Eels got up the other end, they managed to cross over uh, for a meat pie. So uh, it was a bit of a weird game, to be honest with you. Parramatta, they ended up winning quite convincingly, realistically. Uh, Matt Dory obviously crossed in the 10 minutes, followed by Clint Gutherson in the 18th, Sean Russell in the 24th, Dill Brand in the 36th. So scored four tries in the first half, despite seemingly having less of the good ball, which is the thing that really surprised me. I thought Newcastle... 
their their shape looked pretty good early. Uh, they just it just wasn't turning into points. Whereas Parramatta, every time they got down the other end, they just turned it into points straight away. We saw uh, young Matt Dory. He's obviously fighting for that right edge spot. Uh, looked like the guy to have it sewn up as well. To be honest with you, he obviously got injured in this game. I think he was a rolled ankle. I haven't seen uh, what NRL physio has said about him just yet. Uh, we'll have to wait and see, especially as far as Supercoach cheapies and everything go. We're waiting to see uh, whether Matt Dory will be available. He's in my team at the moment, so fingers crossed. Uh, he is able to be in this side. Um, you know, I, I thought the middles for Parramatta were good as always. I thought they got the better of uh, the Newcastle middles, who once again, just a bit uninspiring. Um, you have a look at Daniel Saifidi, uh, 13 runs for 114 metres, going for less than, you know, 10 metres per run. And Jacob Saifidi was 13 runs for 99 metres. Uh, neither of them went above 45 post-contact metres. So, um, you know, as a whole, pre- pretty disappointing. I that They were the guys that I really wanted to see step up. They were the guys I've been waiting to see step up for quite some time. I mean, realistically, Leo Thompson, nine hit-ups for 101 metres coming off the bench. He, he was one of the better front row forwards. I, I thought he was pretty good. So uh, I am really worried about the Newcastle Knights and their middles. I don't think uh, we've seen questions be answered. I'm, 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 I'm very worried about them coming into the start of this season because it's it's the Saifidi boys. Then there's a bit of a gaping hole. Then I think it's your Leo Thompsons and whatnot. So that's a serious worry for me as it was last week. And I don't think that situation has improved off the back of this game. Some other things with Newcastle. Uh, Caelan Ponga obviously jumping in at 5'8". I thought in attacking he looks good, to be honest with you. He obviously set up a try for Bradman Best. That was really classy. Got in a dummy half and just took off, took off, squared up the line. I thought KP did some really good things. I thought early in the game, his defense was sensational. About the 20, first 25 minutes, I thought, I thought, fuck, this is impressive from KP. Worrying because he's throwing his body at everything and with his head knocks and everything, it's a little bit alarming. But fuck, he's defending well. And then we got to the last 10 minutes of that half and he just went into fucking kamikaze mode. He was missing tackles left, right and center. He was making poor decisions. He was he was rushing up when he shouldn't have been. It was just, it was very straight. It was like fatigue got to him at the back end and he just fell into a lot of poor decisions. And you could see the Parramatta Eels. Uh, they worked this out pretty quickly. And I have got a couple of question marks over that edge. You've obviously got Bradman Best out there who um, defensively, he's okay. He's not great though. And then you've got Greg Marshu outside him who in attack is fucking tremendous. Do not get me wrong. But it didn't surprise me that that edge of KP, Bradman Best, Marshu got caught out a little bit on Marshu in attack. He was tremendous. He looked like he's going to be an absolute menace when you have a look at his stat sheet. Uh, I think he had nine tackle breaks, which is incredible. Three line breaks. Uh, scored a meat pie as well. So he had a really good game, 164 metres. I mean, 164 metres is pretty good when you consider he had three line breaks, though. Uh, um, but I, I thought he was really strong. He looked good. Dominic Young was solid once again. Uh, but out on that right edge, I mean, there's defensive problems there as well. There was the play where uh, where the halfback, Jacob Arthur, he he, he, he he took them at that right edge and put one of the back rowers over for, over for a try. I think it was Jack Murchie down that edge. And, mate, the Newcastle defence was fucking all over the place. They didn't number up. There was no communication there was just nothing. Made Jacob Arthur look like Andrew Johns there. That was uh, that was very disappointing for Newcastle. And I just, I don't know, that's two performances in this preseason. I haven't been overly impressed with Newcastle. If I'm looking at it, glass half full. Mars, who did well. KP showed his moments in attack. I thought Lockie Miller was really good. Uh, and I also think that Newcastle will be a very different side once they get Adam Elliott into this team. I think that that'll put KP just a few metres wider, a few metres deeper on every single play. It'll free up Jackson Hastings a little bit as well. Give them some go forward through the middle. If if neither of these Saifidi boys are going to stand up and be the alpha in this team, maybe it has to be 
Adam Elliott. So I do hope that once he's back in this side, hopefully he can have a really good impact. But uh, yeah, look, let's call it as it is coming into this season. Worrying sides from Newcastle. I'm not I'm not feeling as bad about them as I did in the preseason last year. They came out and smoked the first two weeks and then fucking shit the bed. Uh, but I am, I am worried about Newcastle heading into this season. I thought they'd be better than what they are. Uh, maybe that was being a little bit biased on me because Jackson was going there or whatever. But I thought that they'd be looking better than what they do right now. But I am going to wait until Adam Elliott gets in. I think they have a softer draw um, to start the season as well. So I don't think it's all doom and gloom for Newcastle. But uh, it is definitely hard to find positives coming out of uh, this preseason. Keep in mind, they did play the Sharkies last week, who I thought, along with Manly, were probably the second-best team of the preseason. I think you could argue that they potentially were the best team of the, of the preseason challenge. So maybe... Maybe they've just had a really tough trot, the Newcastle Knights, but I just, I don't know, it just isn't looking great to me up there at the moment. For Parramatta, um, look, they, they performed well, played well. Uh, I, like, I just don't think there's a stack to come out of this game. We sort of, this is what we sort of anticipated from the Parramatta Eels. Um, did had some really nice moments. I thought Sean Russell did well. Dill Brown's got a nice little try. Mitch Moses had some tremendous touches. He was all over the place. I really enjoyed uh, watching him in this game. Uh, so, yeah, look, a good all-round game from Parramatta. Josh Hodgson did well as well. I liked what he did. Uh, you know, wasn't an absolute world beater, but I think that uh, he, gelled, he gelled well with his halves, which is sort of what I was hoping for. Um, without really doing too much, but that's sort of what you want from Hodgson. You just want him to direct the team around the park. Um, 29 tackles, three missed tackles. You can deal with that in the middle there. Uh, I, I thought he was pretty good, Josh Hodgson. Uh, the big talking point, Sean Lane out of this game. I'm not sure how long he is going to miss, but that is a huge loss for Parramatta. He was, uh, he was incredible last year for them, so it'll be interesting to see how they replace him, how long he's out for. Just having a look at NRL Physio to see if we can get an idea of how long he is out for. I haven't really heard anything. Uh, Sean Lane went straight to the hospital after nasty head clash here. Obvious concern is your facial structure. If scans confirm he'll be facing at least a month on the sideline, can extend beyond two months if fracture, severe or complex. Yeah. So I haven't seen an update on Sean Lane just yet. Uh, there we go. Expected recovery not announced by the Eels yet, but reportedly looking best case scenario returned four to six weeks. So if best case scenario is four weeks. Uh, you might see him round three, round four, but it could be more than that realistically. So uh, that could open up a spot for, you know, your Matt Dory, depending on how his ankle is. Uh, you could see Jack Murchie, these sort of guys that come into contention. But all of a sudden, uh, Ryan Madison's decision to sit out the first three weeks becomes pretty fucking crucial now, doesn't it? Because you're missing a stack of players. You're already losing Isaiah Papali'i. You might be without Sean Lane. So you might have Two back rowers in Matt Dory. He might be injured. Um, and Jack Murchie as well. So, uh, yeah, tough little situation for the Parramatta Eels at the moment as far as their back row goes. Uh, Jermaine Hopgood, he was fucking fantastic. 16 runs for 120 metres, uh, about 35 post-contact. Uh, he had a try assist, had a tackle break. He had a couple of offloads, three offloads, and I think he would have made about 40 tackles, 38 tackles. So pretty handy game from Jermaine Hopgood. You guys have known for quite some time on this podcast, the sort of guy he was going to be, and uh, he is looking very, very exciting at the moment. So, very happy with how he's progressing in Parramatta. They're ticking all the right boxes. Uh, shout out to, I thought Will Pensini did some really nice things. Didn't have like a superstar game, uh, but I thought every one of his touches was really nice. Ran for 120 metres at centre, had a line break assist, had a try assist, three tackle breaks. Uh, I just thought he was very, very handy. Had an offload in there as well. Made 18 tackles, only two missed. Uh, so, 
thoughts that about 85% or so. So pretty happy with that. I thought he was really good. And I think Zach Sini, he's really starting to come into his own. I thought he did some really nice things as well. I'm hoping he gets a shot with this team. He ran for 114 metres as well. So Zach Sini obviously popped up a couple of years ago, did very well for the West Tigers, ended up at the Sharkies, now at Parramatta. Uh, I think he will be there round one. How long he lasts, I'm not too sure. Uh, but he's one of those guys that you just love to have in your team, Zach Sini. So plenty of positives for Parramatta. Um, plenty to work on there for the Newcastle Knights, though, unfortunately. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think Jermaine Hopgood, he's probably the biggest talking point out of this side. Some of the stuff he's doing is fucking incredible at the moment. Uh, they're looking really good. And Newcastle, uh, plenty to work on there. It was good to see KP playing both sides. Um, yeah, I think there's potential in this side, but I just... I think we need to see them with Adam Elliott. Unfortunately, you're not going to see this whole spine work together uh, until round one. So it does make life a little bit hard. It's hard enough getting a new spine together. Uh, not being able to see them play together until round one makes life very, very difficult. All right, let's move to the next game. And we've got the Manly Seagulls, the preseason challenge champions. And my God. Didn't they blitz the Sydney Roosters in this one? I think they led this one 28-0 uh, before the Roosters scored about three or four tries in a 10-minute period between the 60th and 70th minute. Butcher, Lindsay Collins, and Katoa. Uh, but Manly, let's talk about them. Wow. Kelmatoolungi scored a really nice, classy try early. He looks fantastic. I am just a little bit worried because, look, he looked unreal last year as well. And uh, I don't know, he sort of fell off. There was always an injury or a HIA or something just around the corner for Kelma. But he looks very, very... Very impressive at the moment. Ruben Garrick scored three tries. I thought he was great as always. Um, I, I just love watching Ruben Garrick play. He's, he's so good to watch. and such a good footballer. Such a good advertisement for our game. And Kohler, wow. Kohler did some fucking impressive things the other night. Somehow, he actually looks quicker. And some of his defensive reads, uh, they were fantastic as well. So, plenty of positive to take out of this one for the Manly Seagulls. I thought the hooker was fantastic again. Chan Kum Tong, uh, really, really like him. I think he's got a heap of ability. And uh, I, I had a lot of people ask me if he's in their top 30 or not. I had to dig a little bit to find out. Turns out he is in their top 30, I believe. Uh, so, he could be a guy that could be a 14. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. For the Manly Seagulls, he could be really interesting this year. Uh, shout out to my boy Olakawatu. Fuck a duck. What a freak this guy is. I was so impressed with his game on the weekend. The stats aren't crazy, but like 88 meters. Uh, I think he had, you know, a line break assist. He had about five tackle breaks, a couple of offloads. Um, just did some really nice things. He's, he's looking like he's in for a big one. I think that needs to be noticed that this game was obviously without DCE as well. So I think once DCE comes back, you'll see him get a heap more ball. Uh, I thought Cooper Johns was solid once again. He, he had a handy little game there. Uh, and Josh Schuster went about his business. Uh, didn't really blow anyone away or anything, though. So uh, still plenty of question marks over Josh Schuster, I think. Still plenty to answer for. Uh, but as a whole, Manly, just a really good team performance. I thought they were really good. Ola Kawatu and Tolungi 
were very impressive. I thought Jake Trevojevic was good as well. Got through a stack of work, uh, which I, I just think Jake Trevojevic will always sort of do. He didn't play huge minutes there, uh, but I think you can see his workload probably improve this year back to sort of what it used to look like. Sean Kepi, um, I was hoping we'd get a little bit more, to be honest with you. Got an opportunity in the lock forward role. Uh, six missed tackles, only made 19, so not overly impressive. Uh, decent with the ball, 115 metres, but I thought that we would see a little bit more from him, to be honest with you. Viliami Fafita once again came on. He was pretty good with his time. Toa simply handy. Uh, but, yeah, no one else really jumping out of there. Look, it really was just a good team performance uh, by the Manly Seagulls. I, it's scary to think what they did in this game without Turbo and without DCE. So I'm very keen to see how they go in the early parts of the season. Uh, I think they've got Canterbury round one at Brookvale, which should, should see Turbo and DCE in that one. Uh, and then they've got the bye week too. So hopefully they can keep this momentum up because a heap of confidence coming out of this game for the Manly Seagulls. For the Roosters, um, tough night at the office. I mean, considering the start, they put out there, Teddy Tupu, uh, Suwali'i, you know, obviously Sam Walker, he was ruled out late. But, like, if you have a look at the at the pack that they put out, Collins, Brandon Smith, Matt Lodge, Egan Butcher, Nat Butcher, Victor Radley, like, realistically, that'll be their pack for round one when they take on the Dolphins. That's the best pack that they can pick at the moment, in my opinion. Jared Rear Hargraves, you can add to it. He didn't play in this game, but, I mean, I don't think it changes much whether you want to start JWH, Lodge, or Collins, whichever two you want to start, whatever. Um, I think the Roosters will be... Pretty disappointed with how this game played out for them, to be honest with you. It was uh, it was a bit of a surprise for me. Obviously, Sam Walker was out. You lost Suwali'i pretty early in the contest as well. Came in contact with El Kawato, I believe it was, and uh, he won't. he's not the first. He won't be the last to come off second best from that sort of contact. But, uh, yeah, look, not a great performance by the Sydney Roosters. They'll be pretty disappointed. I think you'd see in Teddy's voice how disappointed he was. Uh, one guy, Egan Butcher, I've spoken about him for a long time. Ball in hand wasn't insane, to be honest with you. Uh, he didn't really get that many opportunities. I think he only had a handful of runs. How many runs did he have? Yeah, 10 runs, 76 metres. So not overly impressive. Realistically, not a heap of post-contact metres either. Uh, but he made 47 tackles. So especially super coach wise 47 tackles, two missed. He's always going to get through a heap of work there. So Egan Butcher is a guy that I'll be looking at to start the super coach season with, I think, with their early draw. I think they go Titan. Uh, I think they go Dolphins into Warriors, I think it is. Uh, so I don't mind Egan Butcher there. He's about 100k cheaper than Nat, uh, which is very, very appealing to me. Uh, so, yeah, look, not a great performance by the Sydney Roosters. They will not be stoked with that one. Uh, the kid that stands out to me is this junior Palga. I think he came from the West Tigers. Uh, 11 runs for 145 metres. He was very good. He was very good the week before too. Uh, him and Katoa. Katoa's fucking handy as well. So uh, as far as outside backs go, a lot of question marks over the Roosters. Obviously, uh, Corey Allen and Jackson Bolo played the other night um, where... Joey Manu, he'll play center. So there is a wing spot there. I just, I, I don't know, when I watch Corey Allen, Jackson Borlo, and the and then I watch these younger guys, it's the younger guys that are grabbing my attention pretty consistently. So it'll be interesting to see who lands on that right wing for the Sydney Roosters throughout the season. I'd love to see one of these young guys given a shot because I think they are the ones uh, that are well and truly overperforming or outperforming uh, some of these slightly more experienced guys that they've brought to the club. But, yeah, pretty disappointing hit out for the Sydney Roosters. Uh, look, I think they are one of those sides that when round one comes, uh, they will be a different prospect, but there's no doubt whatsoever they wouldn't be stoked with it. Brandon Smith, uh, line break assist, a try assist. 
uh, three tackle breaks, made 24 tackles with zero misses. So uh, some positives there for the hectic cheese, no doubt about that. Uh, and I still think Supercoach-wise, he's probably a get-on, especially with their early draw, um, as are all the guys you originally had. I wouldn't change too much based on this game. But disappointing for the Roosters. Congratulations to Manly, though, considering who they were missing uh, and the team they were playing and the squad they were coming up against. Pretty fucking impressive. I thought they were very good. So uh, positive signs for Manly taking home the preseason challenge, but just more importantly, how they look on the field without some of their biggest stars in their side. Pretty fucking impressive stuff. Guys, stay tuned. We'll be going through the Saturday games a little bit later today on the Rugby League Guru podcast, including... The World Club Challenge, which did not go the way that I anticipated it would. So plenty to touch on there. And then we've got a heap of Bloke in a Bar content coming over the next 24 hours. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.